difficulties <laughs> I don't know what that means uh, 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 you're stuck with me for the next 30 minutes and uh, let's have a prayer Heavenly Father we thank you for this morning we thank you God for your word that comes to help us through these difficult times we ask you Lord to open the door in our hearts to hear that which you have for us this morning Help us, God, to uh, be able to understand correctly and apply it to our lives. Lord, we, we, we need your help to comfort and counsel and encourage a lot of people who are listening right now. I ask you, God, in the name of Jesus, that you do it so by the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Turn your Bible to John chapter chapter 18, uh, verse 25, and uh, this is a response of, uh, of Peter during the trial. The high priest then asked Jesus of his disciples and of his doctrine, and Jesus answered, I spoke openly to the world. I even thought in the synagogue and the temple uh, whether the Jews always resort and in secret I have said nothing. Why do you ask me? Ask them which heard me for what I said unto them. Behold, they know what I said. So Jesus is, is really saying, I don't have to explain. You see, every time that you deal with uh, the resistance of someone spiritually, it's a waste of time to try to convince and speak because they're not going to receive it. And so the way to do it is to find another way to approach it. For instance, yesterday somebody told Art Drakenmiller, uh, how does he introduce his faith unto others? Uh, he, he said, uh, you know, people follow uh, 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 this man or that man or the Internet. Do you follow somebody? Uh, Twitter? Well, I, I follow Jesus. And so uh, that's a way to, to respond. And when... He had thus spoken. One of the officers which stood by, by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand. Every time I listen to this scripture, I listen to anger and hate. You see, when you cannot understand what God has done in someone's life, and you lost your ability to dialogue, the next thing is hate. Hate comes out out of a my way or the highway. And if you think the culture today is changing America, I want you to know 
that hate never changes anything. This is the greatest country in the world, and democracy must win. Democracy must win, meaning that it's not by violence that you accomplish a purpose. We had a civil war in which thousands were killed. And so uh, we don't need another civil war. We need uh, God to take hold of your heart so you have a chance to uh, hear and be able to comprehend. And so uh, striking Jesus in the face really wasn't necessary. Striking Jesus in the face is an act of violence that causes you to think that by hurting someone else, you're going to get your uh, agenda uh, acceptable. But it's not going to work. I don't have to be a prophet to tell you that none of these uh, uh, activities uh, that kill, destroy, will change anything. But good dialogue and good rhetoric will change. Good dialogue and good rhetoric will make changes. And I believe that the American people are people of, of, of intelligence and character and ability, and, and there will be changes. And there need to be changes. Don't get me wrong. There, there is necessary that in culture major changes take place. I live in Athens, Georgia, and I can tell you uh, this city needs change. And so, striking Jesus in the face probably did this in order to curry favor with the high priest. I, I hate to be this man in the day of judgment. You don't strike the Son of God in the face and, and, and go unnoticed. And by the way, if you persecute one of your little ones, you're going to, you're going to have to respond. Uh, it's better for you to have a stone around your neck and throw it at the bottom of the sea. And so, let the justice of God take place and, and let, let us look at this from a different perspective. And he says, Saint, answer thou the high priest so. Uh, they were looking for a reason to strike Jesus and to hurt him. A lot of people in America today are trying to find a reason to hurt somebody. They want a reason to go and kill someone. And that's not going to be the answer for America. It's not going to be the answer for our cities and our streets. It's not going to be the answer for democracy. We've got to remember that Jesus by himself faced the persecution of the Sanhedrin without any help. The disciples weren't any help. But let's take a look at what Peter says because Peter here rises out of, he's the leader. He rises out of obscurity and he does something. Jesus answered, if I have spoken evil, bear witness of evil. In other, in other words, if I have spoken or committed some type of evil, tell me what it is. If I have done anything wrong, tell me what it is. The truth has an ability to destroy the the accusation of the devil. Truth by itself wipes out every, every, every insect of lies and innuendos against a person, against the kingdom of God. And so, but if well, why do you smite me? Now Annas had sent him bound unto Caiaphas, the high priest. So he's spoken in the past tense, meaning, therefore, speaks of Jesus being sent from Anna, uh, uh, 
to whom he had been sent first. It's like in and off. You go, you come back, you go, you come back. Now then is verse 25 to 27. And I want to stay with that this morning. Simon Peter stood and warmed himself. At the end of, of verse 18, if you look to chapter 18, verse 18, and the servants and officers stood there who had made a fire of coals, for it was uh, winter, was cold, and they warmed themselves. And Peter stood with them and warmed himself. What do you mean warm himself? You just get up and you go to a, a very comfortable place and get a little heat on you to make sure that you are comfortable. Now, after this argument between Jesus and the, and, and the one who struck him and the high priest, uh, Peter is, is, is trying to get some, uh, some warmth. Now, that speaks about someone who's not involved, who don't want to be involved, and who retracts itself from the ability to communicate and does, it in, in, in does so in order not to raise the feathers? Rough the feathers. <laughs> Thank you. In other words, if you are one who don't like to rough the feathers, you just warm yourself. So what is it that the Christian must do in a time when it's so volatile in America? Number one, you have to recognize evil. Remember that our, our, our war, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities in high places. This morning before I came to, to be with you here, I got up and honestly, I, I lost my keys. Now, I, when I lose my keys, the first thing I do is to go where I was and begin looking. Now, I have a, a key. It's a, it's a bunch of keys. And uh, and after going downstairs and have a cup of coffee, I remember the first thing you do before when you lose something, you ask God to show you and reprimand the spirit of confusion. So I reprimand the spirit of confusion. Right on the chair is a little college, college girl looking at me with scary eyes. Well, who's this crazy man? And I went upstairs and I did the 180. You know what 180 is? You begin here. Okay, and you go all the way on the room, all the way, all the way to here. That's 180. Now, 360 would be going all the way down, around. I just, just do 180, okay, because I want to make sure. And then I turned around and I did another 180 backwards, and that was my key. Now, why did not see the keys that were there? Because, you see, the devil wants me late. Oh, old age does that. Well, I, I take a position that if I see something that is evil, I speak against it, and I reprimand it, and I do better than arguing or warm myself around the fire. <laughs> when you warm yourself around the fire, it simply means you, uh, you, you, just, uh, you, just, uh, you, you don't want to get involved in that argument, that argument between Jesus and and in the Sanhedrin and the high priest, it's dangerous. It will actually hurt you if you get involved with that. 
What do you do? Number one, you reprimand evil. How do you reprimand evil? Heavenly Father, in the authority of a servant and a child of God, heir of the kingdom, I reprimand evil around my house, around my business, around my car, around the traffic, around my work, around my, 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 the people who I work with, in the name of Jesus Christ, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, it's probably say, Rick, you're just too conservative. You're too fundamental. You're too lib. You're too, you're too, too much, too much. You haven't seen nothing yet. I want to, in other words, you look into a crazy, crazy, totally out of my mind, completely berserk Christian. I don't play with these things. I, I, don't, I don't sort of a, do theological approach to these things. Now, I'm 76 years old, and I'm still preaching. And the bills are paid. So if you think that somehow you're talking to a weak link, shut up. And I encourage every one of you who are now listening to me, that you reprimand evil, recognize evil and reprimand it, say it vocally, verbalize it around your house. When you do, the air cleans up and you find your keys. <laughs> and they said unto him, Are you, uh, and Simon Peter stood and warmed himself. Okay, I'd, I'd like to be there. Come from behind Simon Peter and kick him in the behind. Get in there. Oh, Rick, that is an offense around Simon Peter. Jesus probably wouldn't do it. But it feels like you want to do it, don't you? They said therefore unto him, Are you not also one of his disciples? Now, he engages Peter asking, You're the one. You walk with him. I know you. I've seen you around with him. He denied and said, I'm not. That's the second denial. It seems to me that when the forces of evil begin to grow, begin to express itself, we, the people of God, retract. We just simply find a cocoon, put our heads in it, and don't say nothing else. So I'm encouraging you this morning to recognize evil. How do you battle in the midst of pandemic that hit America? You know, 220 and 21 are going to be two years that people historically will speak it and write books about it. The deaths of uh, uh, 150,000 people. Most of them elderly over 90. <laughs> you have to recognize evil and reprimand evil. The first thing, say in the name of Jesus, reprimand that which speaks to it. Open your mouth. Vocalize it. In your, in your house, in your living room, nobody is going to stop you and say in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Now, I want you to know that uh, prophecy, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a 316 power, not 180. When you prophesy, when you say these things for a mile, two miles, to 10,000 miles, to 50,000 miles, to a million miles, the whole earth will hear it. I, 
we have a, a website called LottaRain.com. If you go at the bottom of the website, scroll all the way down, all the way down, there is a, a map of the world with little red dots all over. Go in there for the, for the location, and you're going to find a hundred countries that tapped into our ministry. In, 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 in some of China, for instance, we have 350 people up to now listening to us. So the numbers are increasing to over 30,000. Now let me ask you this. Uh, why are they listening? It's because I'm taking authority over evil. I'm reprimanding. I'm saying to you, don't get warmed over the fire and feel like you just want to be so comfortable in the situation we're in. I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican or an Independent. It's not a question of politics. It's a question of the kingdom of God. Say in the name of Jesus, at least once, reprimand, say it. Evil, you have no right in America. Evil, you have no right in my streets. Evil, you have no right in my car. Give my keys back. Come on, give my keys back. One of the servants of the high priest, being his kinsman, whose ear Peter cut off, said, Did not I see you? In the garden with him. This is really something, okay? Now, what are the servants of the high priest? The high priest is Annas and then Caiaphas. By the way, Caiaphas committed suicide. You know that. Kill himself. One of the servants of the high priest, being his kinsman, whose ear Peter cut off, now, the high priest had, set, had his own police, but the temple had his own police. And they were vicious and mean, ugly. We don't need that. And suddenly, the kinsman, whose ear Peter cut off, said, he had a chance to sort of get back on Jesus again. You took my ear. Now, I'm going to tell you. Did not see you in the garden with him? We've got to get him. We really got to get him. He is guilty. Then Peter denied again. And immediately the rooster crowed. Proclaims the fulfillment and prediction of Jesus in Luke 22, 34. I want you to go uh, in Luke 22, 34 for just a moment. If somebody is finding before I do. I already found it. It says. And he said, I tell you, Peter. It's by name, Peter. What is it? God shall not crow this day before that you shall, shall thrice deny that you know me. You shall deny me three times before the day is over. I'm not concerned about Peter's denial. In a moment of weakness, that is, is acceptable. But I'm, I'm concerned about Jesus being struck in the face and He warms Himself in the fire. There's an attitude here, a non-involvement. There's an attitude of departure and separating Himself from the Savior. There's an attitude of fear and anxiety. America today is filled with fear. Fear of death, fear of morbidity, fear of the future, fear of finances, fear of failure, fear of the boogeyman. Everything, everybody's got afraid of something. And we got to keep that in our minds 
that love casts all fear. Perfect love. How can, how can you love an antifada protester? But you have to. You have to love your enemies. You have to love those that despise you, those that hurt you. <clears throat> you have to love those that are, are trying to accuse you. People suffer, you understand? The reason why some people do what they do is because they haven't had life yet. They've been in poverty for too long. They have missed life altogether. They have buried people in their families. Uh, the car doesn't work. The apartment doesn't work. I, I understand the separation of classes in America in the middle class that is, that is very, very, uh, at times, uh, considered to be the heart of America. There's, there's a level of poverty in the middle class that is, that is awesome. It's, it's just so big, so, so powerful. In Brazil, the middle class reigns. It's all over. It's, the, Brazil is 1% wealthy and 99% middle class. It has to do with the hurt of men when people are hurting, discouraged. And, and of course, as you know, uh, the death of a, of a man uh, by force has ignited all these unrest throughout America. Let me ask you this. If you hate someone, you're not going to bless them. You've got to understand that people hurt because they have different reasons to hurt. And, uh, and, 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 uh, and, and uh, there is a there's peaceful protest, of course. Uh, uh, when, when things get out of hand, we've got to have order. But there's an opportunity in America to protest something. And this is what a lot of people are doing. Very few are hurting and killing and destroying. But the largest amount, they're just asking for changes. First of all, let me ask you this. Are you warming yourself in the fire? Are you hiding from the events and the situation? Why not reprimand evil? Now, number two. I want to go back to... Uh, I scripted in John chapter 22, amen, 18.22, and uh, let me get here real quick, 18, 18.22. Now verse 28 is like the kingdom of God comes, Peter is convicted of his denial, In verse 28 says, Then led they, then led they from Caiaphas unto the hall of judgment. It's called Pilate's judgment. Remember, he's going to stand before Pilate. It was early. It was early. We're talking about a night event. That's why Peter went up close to the fire because it was night and cold. He needed to warm himself up. 3 a.m. to 6 in the morning, or closer to 6 a.m. And they themselves went not into the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled. It's ironic. Listen, they could murder the Lord of glory, but their religion forbade them to enter the house of, the, of a Gentile. This self-righteousness. 
but they, that they might eat the Passover. Here's my second idea about what to do in these situations. Religion never will win souls. When religion becomes the event of the day, it destroys the power of the Holy Spirit to convict. And what's really happening here is that they want to observe Passover and make sure they don't uh, defile, defile uh, 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 the hall of judgment by their presence being there. And they simply uh, uh, slap the Lord of glory in His face. You see, religion does not recognize the presence, the power, the sovereignty of God in His Son, Jesus Christ. Religion seems to create an opaque, weak and wimpy idea that men's comprehension is able to surround Every incident and take care of it. So my second point is, first, reprimand evil. Number two, number two, make a decision in your life that you will not be a dead religious person. You know, somebody said to me, I was born a Methodist. I'm going to die a dead Methodist. And you go, in other words, you can't be a dead Methodist and die dead Methodist unless you understand that you're there in order to approach and receive the kingdom in your life. The same happened to Baptist and Presbyterian. In other words, when religion is stifled, it's inoperative. It doesn't seem to understand what's happening. Then it dies. My prayer is that you will reprimand the religious spirits over America because this is a Protestant country that should now be in fasting and prayer, ministering to people in need, and on the streets praying, and, and we're hiding ourselves inside of our house. I want to pray with you. Just two points. Reprimand evil and second. Pray that you not be a religious person without any attitude, without any involvement. And the RBM is a small ministry. These cameras are going all over the world. And we are going to kick some rear ends, spiritually speaking, to make sure that the kingdom of God is uplifted and strengthened. The Lord bless you, my brother. That today you reprimand even your family. And you reprimand the spirit of religion in your family, in your house. That you become a true, a true servant of the Lord that does not need to warm himself in the fire. Amen. I'm